Hello Anatomy students, this is Rob Swatsky, and we're continuing our screencast review of the appendicular skeleton. We're looking at the femur, the thigh bone, the longest and strongest of the body's bones, and reviewing it from the posterior perspective, which allows us to see all of the major bony landmarks. Like other long bones, we have a proximal region closest to the body's point of attachment, which is at the hips, and a distal region, distal distant, further away from that point of attachment, in this case at the knee. So like the other long bones, we have a proximal head, this large round ball-shaped head that's going to fit well into the acetabulum, that cup-shaped socket on the coxal bone to form the ball and socket hip joint. We also have a strong, thick neck. The femur is providing a lot of the body's weight support, so the neck must reflect that ability to withstand those stresses and strains, as well as the forces of movement at the hips and legs. We have two major processes viewable from this posterior perspective. Superiorly, we have the greater trochanter Think of a trochanter as a process on steroids, very strong and sturdy and stout, able to resist the contractile forces of the hip and thigh muscles. Inferior to the greater trochanter and inferior to the neck, we have a smaller, lesser trochanter. These are both major attachment points for hip and thigh muscles. We can also see a small bump. This is the gluteal tuberosity. This little rough patch, this little bump, that is a contact point, an attachment point for muscle attachments, the gluteal muscles of the buttocks from the hips to the upper thigh. Directionally speaking, which side is which? Which is lateral? Which is medial? Looking at the proximal region, we can determine that the easiest. The head is always pointing medially towards the point of attachment at the hips. The greater trochanter is directed in the opposite way laterally. So remember those visual cues for the distal regions coming up next. Heads pointing medially, the trochanter pointing laterally. As we head down the shaft of the long bone, we can make out a ridge. This ridge is a major point of muscle attachment, thigh muscle attachment, and it has the appearance of a line, the linea aspera. Aspera just means rough. So we kind of have this rough line only on the posterior shaft of the femur. A little grip, a little hold, a little ledge for muscle attachment. Distally, we have two condyles on the medial side. That is our medial condyle. Remember, condyle 
a word we've seen many times before means knuckle. So we have these round knuckle-shaped processes. And on the lateral side, we have our lateral condyle. And these are also major points of muscle attachment and providing a, an interconnection between the tibia and femur at the knee joint. In between our two condyles, we have a groove. This is called the intercondylar fossa. Intercondylar, between the condyles, only visible from the posterior view, it provides room for blood vessels and nerves, as well as ligaments to uh, hold the knee together. There's no room on the anterior side because of the patella bone. 